What's good, y'all? It's the Randy Rain Show Uncensored, and we is down here in Las Vegas, Nevada, with yeah. the infamous Moy, Mo McCoy. I don't know why I'm about to mess up everybody's name today. Today just been messing up everybody's name. And he is a famous filmmaker. And what else do you do? Actor, editor. I do a lot of things. I got a book out. Um man but my main focus is films i like doing movies and uh and uh, my partner willie wonka hit me up he say uh he want to do a movie called pimpin ain't dead man i said man pimpin ain't dead man let's do it <laughs> it's so and, right and then uh, we partnered up with my other partner uh cat tv and then we you know it was 90 days ago today we said let's do it you know and we just been working on it campaigning on it for 90 days straight like let's get everybody out to vegas uh shoot the last scene to the movie in one day you know what i mean and, oh so uh, it's just the last scene because the last because from my understanding the whole movie was gonna be shot in one day no no no, no. oh it's that, just the that last. that'd be a lot of work that'd be a whole <laughs> lot of work hey, it's possible though it's, it's possible but uh we need major funding for that but um, <laughs> but uh we're gonna shoot a lot to the movie um come tomorrow and uh basically what we want to accomplish this day is the players ball everybody coming out uh dressed to impress you know all in in the movie everybody's beefing the whole movie right oh that's so sad (laughs) at the players ball is you can't beef at the players ball you you can only uh, try to outshine the other person you know right. what I'm saying? So that's how you beat at the players' ball. You gotta outshine, outdo them. Uh, knock a pimp, gotta knock some more other hoses, <laughs> things like that. You know what I mean? So we gonna have a good time. We told everybody to come in character because this this is not just us making a movie. It it's us doing an event, um, the players' ball event. We wanted to be uh, authentic, so we gotta have it as the players' ball. Right. And then also we're ha- we're casting everybody in the movie because we're shooting it backwards so the last scene first and then we're going to be working our way around to different cities all over the country okay complete the movie with different people with some of the same people that came to vegas with new people in different cities you know what i mean and uh that's the only reason why i agreed to do it because it's going to take us a year to do it and I felt like I could schedule that with my busy schedule. Um, I'm in school right now. I go to Full Sail University for digital cinematography. I just graduated from Media Communications Certificate. Oh, yeah. Yep, from Full Sail. Full Sail? Yeah. Oh, alumni. Alumni. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up, man. I think it's important, man, to go back to school. Right. I'm 44, and I went back. You know what I mean? Right, I'm 46, right? Okay, yeah. <laughs> but see, just think, I'm going to be 46 in two years and have the... Uh, degree, you know. What yeah, I mean? it's true. You gotta start yeah. somewhere, no yeah, matter you gotta, when. You gotta master your craft, you know. Right. I got, I got thirty years experience in films. This is my number, uh, film number forty, and and congratulations. I, oh, thank you. And I, I want to learn more. You know what I'm saying? I want to be better. You know. That's uh, why I'm here to learn from y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm here <laughs> to learn from you too. It's true. You know I'm trying I mean? to learn. That's what I like about the movies too. Uh, when we do casting events. It's different people every time. Some people return, but mostly it's new people and it's it's networking. This is real networking. Right. Like everybody that comes 
should get to know each other because everybody sacrificed to be here. Everybody put in to be here. We're all collaborators on this film. You know what I mean? It's not just a Mo McCoy film. It's it's everybody's film. Right. We all putting our energy in it together, and then it's gonna blow up. You know what I mean? Well, I know. For, well, I, me myself, I appreciate all y'all for having this type of opportunity for just ordinary people like us to be able to, um, you know, dip our foot in there and even see, you know, you know, just even sometimes some people are just, oh, I, I done it, I fulfilled my dream and whatever, and and whether you fulfilling it for a short time or a lifetime, appreciate y'all. Appreciate well, well, thank you. I, I, uh, the thing was that I noticed because I'm in a couple Hollywood films. I was in Batman vs Superman, and I was really? an extra. Yeah, oh, so I gotta go back and I, watch that. <laughs> I, uh, I, I I got like two frames in that movie. You know what I mean? But uh -huh. I got a whole lot of experience by watching it. One thing I noticed is that um, the little people couldn't get in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they would audition. But then they wouldn't get called back or they'll go to a casting call and they wouldn't call back. So mm -hmm. um, as I was creating my movies, I was learning from Hollywood and I was learning a, a, in the business sense. Like, wait, wait, I got a niche market here. People want to be in movies, but they can't get in the movie. Right. You know like what I'm Tyler saying? Perry. I, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I started doing casting events. I got a lot of hate for it too. People say you can't charge for a casting call. I, did I say casting call? <laughs> I didn't say that, did I? Right. Nobody's listening to what I'm saying. I'm saying casting event. You pay for every event you go to, right. don't you? You go, mm -hmm. you go to a concert. You got to pay. <laughs> right. I seen Bruno Mars sell out a concert in one day here in Las Vegas, and his tickets was two thousand dollars. Man, and people paid it. Man, you know what I'm saying I made an opportunity. Uh, where that builds value for each person that comes. Um, I, I really thought about this. I've been doing this for 30 years. I really crafted my my um, process, and I, I crafted the uh, what you get for the hundred dollars. You're not just you're not getting an audition for the hundred dollars. That comes with what you get, but you're getting a photo shoot. You're getting a networking opportunity. Mm -hmm. You're getting the get on stage you're getting to get in the movie you getting imdb credit that's what's most important right there to me i i'll pay to be in anything that's gonna <laughs> give me more imdb credit right the more you have the better you're gonna do and and uh i like to think about my second film that i did it's called the perfect romance and um it was starring nisha nichols she came and signed up to be in the movie and it was her first movie right. and she did a great job i thought she did good well she's now working for hbo and she's on the number one show on hbo and they, so they're nominated for uh plenty of awards right now but she's been in chicago apd she's been in uh fast and furious she was uh on empire power you know what I mean? She making moves. That's she, a sack. Big uh, ups to she, you. Big ups yeah, to you. Yeah, Nisha Nichols, man. Shout Big out up to Nisha, Nisha Nichols. Nichols. She jumped. She she jumped from the opportunity. You know what I mean? I gave her an opportunity to be in a movie. She took it, took it serious, and then somebody saw her. You know and that's mean? all it takes. That's and all it you takes. You know the perfect romance went coast to coast, Walmart, coast to coast, Barnes and Nobles. It went on every VOD platform. You know her brand is out there. <laughs> that's you know what I'm saying. Sad. And so, and she took advantage of the opportunity and, and grew from it. 
and I and I felt like that we could keep reproducing that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you come give it your all, you gonna you going to take off because somebody gonna like it. Right, right. Yeah, I always want people to come back and be in in the in the next film because I'm doing. What if I had one person to be in all forty movies? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what, what I'm if, trying to do. What if they was in all hundred movies? I do. You know what I mean? They would be the um, Denzel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, the movies. Mm-hmm. They would be your household name. Yeah. yeah. Because it, you're gonna only grow and get better, and you're only gonna get more exposure. You know what I mean? So I, I always like Adam Sandler. You know Adam Sandler. Yeah, I love he him. He got the same people, and, mm-hmm. and, and they don't got no egos. That so Adam Sandler would be the star, and then Rob Snyder would be the star, or they'll switch it around. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love that, and and I definitely wanted to adapt that into my process as well. But some people don't get it. Some people do. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, shout out to Thump Johnson. He came back. Uh, he was in the movie Someone to Love. Now he's here. Um, Willy Wonka. He was in um, uh, the Black Cowboy. He's come. He's back. You know what I mean? Uh, Andrea Can't Tyler. Can't wait to meet him. Yeah, Andrea <laughs> Tyler. She's back from. Uh, she was in Someone to Love, Frequent Visitors, Film School, Tit for Tat. Kings of Credit, she killing the game. Yeah, I see. You, know <laughs> you can't can't sleep on Andrea Tyler. She going in. You know what I mean? Uh, but a lot of people don't see her yet. But she wrote and starred three different characters and and uh, frequent visitors. And that's what's the, 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 the distribution company Maverick Films wanted that movie before we even got it done. They was like, I want that one. Oh, you next! Yeah. I, I was getting you next. You next. Yeah. <laughs> so man, I'm I'm excited. I love this. I this is what I do. You know, even balancing this with school, that's where I came up with the one day thing. I have okay. a ten day process where I can make a movie in ten days. But mm-hmm. a lot of people ain't off for ten days straight. You know right. What I mean? And that's a strain on on the people. So. One day we can get together for a weekend, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and create, and then come back, you know, 90 days later and do it again and do it again in different markets. You want to brand yourself in different markets everywhere, right? And so um, that's one of the main things that I think about when when I think about pimping ain't dead. The movie is that we're it's it's just growing. It, it took a life of its own, but if you promote anything for 90 days, it's going to grow. You know, right? What I mean? You're planting seeds every day. Mm-hmm. And so I want to get to the point where pre-sales is sold out, you know, the first day right. we release it. You know what I mean? But you know, in black people one. time, we always yeah. got to go that last mm-hmm. week. Or, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because we ain't for sure if we really want to go or we, yeah. or not even that. If we want to go by ourselves or go with the homegirls and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah, because I feel the same way with my event. Like, I'm like, um, like I've been promoting for like two weeks. Everybody say they're going to buy tickets, but mm-hmm. ain't no tickets been sold yet. So, yeah. but yeah, you, you know, you got to wait gotta that do better last. As, as uh as a people for like let's support each other's you know this is black uh business you know what i'm saying for it, sure. we might be doing a movie but it's business too mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so support what we're doing you know fast not slow you know what right man? i want i i look at um the people you know we use eventbrite so i'm looking at eventbrite and i'm looking at other people's events that are not even as, as interesting as what we're doing, right? And it's selling out immediately. Like, <laughs> I'm like, like, how do we get that to? 
I'm trying to figure that out too because my stuff on Eventbrite too. So I'm trying to figure that out too. And and no matter it seems like no matter how much you push and promote, like and they know about it and it be in their head and everything. It just yeah. they just wait to the last minute. Just a lot of competition too. Uh, yeah. For your for your attention, um, like different ads being bombarded. Your phone is listening to you, and then it all of a sudden pop up what you were just talking about. You know what <laughs> I mean? So if we had that technology, that might help us too. You know what right. I mean? But uh, as we, uh, you know, bounce ideas off of each other, we're gonna come up with the somebody gonna get that that light bulb like right. she just got hurt light bulb. Yeah, yeah. Interested to see what that was about. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Right. But yeah. Yeah. So so how so how old was you when you was like you know what yeah movies is what I'm gonna do? In hindsight, I think I was nine. I I talked to my grandma one time and I said, Grandma, I'm gonna be a star. I told her that. Right. I'm be a star. I wasn't thinking movies. I wasn't thinking music. I didn't know what I was talking about. I just knew I was gonna be a household name. And uh, I <laughs> I told her I'm gonna be a star. But then, as I lived on, I I got into music, and I did a lot of albums doing music. But I picked up a camera uh, to film my first video, and that's what got me interested in, in the camera, you know what I mean? And then, after I did our first video, we did a commercial, and then other people saw that, and they was like, can you do mine? I'm like, right. yeah, I'll charge you for it. <laughs> I'll do it, yeah. And they're going to instant so, entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's uh, I've made over 10,000 commercials. You know, I've, I've done the voice on major radio stations. I had a song on 104.5 in Michigan. Um, it, it played for 10 years straight every day. It was, it was an intro to the the midday show okay. uh, It's the freak show It's the freak show If you ain't heard about it Hear about it Sit somewhere and listen to it Go to Grand Rapids, Michigan And just sing that Everybody's gonna sing it oh, They know so it You know what I mean <laughs> I, One day I was in Idlewild, Michigan And my car broke down And the lady picked me up And it came on And she was just singing away And I'm thinking like Lady you don't even know That's me right there <laughs> Right. <laughs> she was just singing. She was singing that thing. I was like, okay, okay. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, eventually, I think I can go back to 2014 is where I really made the transition from music to film. I heard Tyler Perry say, "Focus on one thing." I was, I had did a movie already. I did music. I have plenty of albums out. I've toured all over the country, colleges. I made money with music. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was getting it. I was. We got bored. That's how much money we was making. We getting bored. <laughs> <laughs> Performing two or three days, we started feeling like we was dreaming. Every, right. Two, two, two times a day. You know what I mean? Started thinking we was dreaming, and then, and then we started feeling like employees instead of entrepreneurs you know what i'm saying took your passion away yeah 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 so they they was like oh you can't wear your brand you gotta wear ours like wait a minute i don't work for y'all <laughs> right <is> my group <laughs> you know what i'm right. saying <laughs> so like that's when i learned about uh entrepreneurship versus um contractor uh and, and employees i was like i'm a contractor that means i can wear my own and we i had to go to court and fight them on that I wow. used to um, 
we used to try to figure out different things we can sell to the audience, you know what I mean? Not just t-shirts. So we said, uh, let's do shoes. When we went to New York, we got the plug on shoes. So we just bought all the shoes we could and we took them to the next college. We was booming shoes. Oh, y'all can't do that. Like, why we can't? We are entrepreneurs. Our business sells shoes too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was just a constant battle back and forth with the booking company and it just I really found a passion when I made my first movie um, The per, um, it was called Tomorrow's Never Promised and uh, it was written by Jay Love and happy birthday too that's my brother he um, just had, happy birthday had his birthday getting old <laughs> <laughs> finally catching up with me um, but uh yeah, we, we made that movie. I really liked it, the process. It, it wasn't easy, but it was it was something that I knew I could do, and I did it. And uh, we had our first premiere at Studio 28, and uh, it was packed, and it was Hollywood style. I liked it, the fact that it was so many people on the red carpet taking pictures and stuff <laughs> like that. I really liked to take pictures. Um, right. And so, like, that's why I incorporate that into our casting events and our and our premieres you're gonna be taking a lot of pictures <laughs> you know what i mean right so um i mean you gotta capture the moment every single yeah. moment and them off guard is always the, picture, the best yeah picture work a thousand words you know yeah. what i'm saying we're gonna take a thousand pictures <laughs> <laughs> right right yeah, so the, the point of, of what we're doing is we're making um people that's working hard at you know and investing in themselves that come be a part of this we're gonna help you shine you know what i'm saying we're gonna shine together we're gonna shine bright together because you're gonna get an opportunity to put yourself on that camera and in the character that you chose not we didn't say here's your script right. learn that none no improv you're gonna bring your own character who you best at already bringing you know everybody got that one character they really good at right you, know <laughs> you bring that and then you you know apply that and and be on camera and you know the more days you work on the film the more you're gonna be in the film so you can't just come one day and think you're gonna be a star of the film <laughs> but if you come and then you come to the next one and you come to the next one for the whole year that we working on this um, Pimpin' Ain't Dead movie you're gonna have a good road. You know, it's just it's just about the work you put in. You know what I mean? Right, right. Uh, I, I had I had a guy on one of the actors. He said, "I wasn't even on there. I wasn't on there." I said, "Bro, you didn't come. <laughs> you wasn't at the event. You lived with me, but you didn't come to the event. <laughs> and then you privilege. was mad. You wasn't on there." Man, <laughs> quiet on the motherfucking he set. Said. <laughs> <laughs> he thought People he was be trying me he in this business. You I mean, that's saying? that's everybody, and they, yeah. especially when they see you thinking good, and like they don't think about, okay, this my this my footstone, yeah. which means all the money I put in, I'm waiting to see yes, back. Yes. I don't have this money. You might see yeah. all this stuff. We using it. We using it. Yeah, we'll make it and put it back in. Right. That's, that's what an entrepreneur do. Recycle. You gotta keep keep growing it keep growing it you know what i mean and there's always something you got to do like like say for instance while we're promoting pimping ain't dead i went to go get our mobile film unit from galveston and it broke down on the way here you know what i'm saying so i had to stay in houston for like two weeks i love houston i used to live there 
but that was not where I was headed. But I had to handle that and then get back right. home. You know what I'm saying? Good time for this. Yeah, but but the goal was to bring the mobile film unit and have it wrapped up and parked in front. You know what I'm saying? So right. that everybody could see. You know what I mean? Right. But but we're not in a race or nothing. So I looked at it like, all right, we can't make that happen, but we can still have the event and we can still make the movie. You right. know what I mean? Right. And we can still fix it when we come back and we can still put it up to the next one. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I There's mean? There's still an opportunity somewhere in there. Still opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So what's the most exciting part for you about this movie, Dother? Well, I, I like the networking part of it, like meeting new people. New people come from all over the country and we create together and it ends up being a, a lifetime bond, you know what I mean? Right. And and then we, we can all be proud and say when it's on Netflix, we can say we did that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, I don't just want to stop there. My goal is 100 films, so I want uh, this is number 40 and then gonna start on 41 i'm in a, a movie called uh, hood wars that's coming up it's uh written by my partner terry t and uh you know i'm gonna keep keep my foot on the gas so i'm gonna mm-hmm. go over there and do that i'm gonna keep on working on pimping ain't dead i got a movie called the bad boxer getting ready to uh drop that one starring justin mayweather floyd mayweather senior Jeff Mayweather, oh, Henry Tillman, uh, Freeway Ricky, uh, Boo Capone, oh, sick and sick in there. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got we, we got them. They came out. That was my first movie I did when I moved to Vegas, and 172 people came. So you think that's good, right? Right. No, I got kicked out of my crib because of it during coronavirus. Oh wow! You know what I'm saying during the pandemic, and they. Even though I paid the rent, <laughs> I yeah. never experienced nothing like that until I got to Las Vegas. <laughs> wow, Las Vegas, Nevada. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, I was like, "What? I paid y'all? Like, what is y'all problem? Like, how else can I pay you if I don't work?" <laughs> so it was the you know occupancy I mean? because of so many people. Yeah, yeah, just too much traffic, you know. Oh, especially thought, during the pandemic. So they, they thought you was drug dealing. No, I definitely was. I was making <laughs> you know a movie. What I'm saying you was making a movie. <laughs> Yeah. But they thought they thought you was drug dealer. Yeah, Not yeah. every black person is a drug dealer, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So uh uh yeah, I definitely had to take my foot out of the out of the game. I, you know, I actually was a pimp and I actually did do pimping. I actually did go to jail and I actually was charged with forty years worth of uh, numbers <laughs> wow. and, and God got me off the hook So I stopped You know what I mean right. But I did experience That lifestyle And um, this is a story That need to be told Pimping ain't dead Pimping ain't human trafficking either You know what I'm saying So that's a lot of things We're going to touch in this movie So we're you not we not just thinking Of the uh, the, oh, the pimping the whole stuff we talk, We thinking about the real life stuff that's going on, human right. trafficking, people coming up missing, 
and all that and that don't even got nothing to do with the with the game nah, you know what i'm saying so we're gonna we're gonna clear we're gonna clear our name in this and uh we're gonna give an opportunity for the new school pimps and the old school pimps to come together and do something for once instead of <laughs> hating on each other man. right yeah well we did it this way <laughs> you know what i mean yeah that's it's a good thing to 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 create together and right. then get a message in there right you know what i'm saying that uh you know sh- any light we can shine on human trafficking is, is great uh, you know what i love about my social media i built it over over the years um, i was at a concert that we did at hampton university and i was introduced to the facebook and uh i signed up that day and everybody that was there signed in on my facebook <laughs> and i had five thousand people on my facebook in one day that's what's up. And on the first day that i signed up <laughs> that's so, what's up. so for the rest from now from then until now i've been deleting those people that aren't active and adding people i actually meet right you know what i'm saying so it actually built a good networking platform so when i when when so when i share somebody's picture that's up missing a lot of times they get fined you know that's what i'm saying and so you know um i, I definitely want to still um touch on uh, human trafficking for sure and just shine the light because um I, when i was in texas they was like oh tell your girl don't go outside like that and, you know mm-hmm. like by herself like because she can get took like i like, it's that serious that people is scared you know what i'm saying yeah to go outside <laughs> it is you know I mean? it's, it's bad and, and it is sad it's bad and it's sad it yeah. really is yep so i want to bring our our beautiful people together and, and make make some great content that we can use to um, shine light, make people happy, make people smile, make people enjoy. You know what we what we came to do. For sure, for sure, so, for sure, for yeah. sure. Well, I definitely, definitely appreciate you talking with me. I've been eager to meet you. I heard so much about you and everything. And and like I said, I appreciate this event and actually to have the opportunity to come down here and and be a part of that. And definitely hope I. Ain't no definitely hope. I'm gonna be in more of his stuff. Watch. Oh, yeah, let's Just get watch, it. watch, let's watch. Get I'm gonna be in more of his stuff. So yeah. I definitely appreciate it. Um and we 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 gonna have another interview. We ain't done here in Vegas. Cool. We ain't done at all. We gonna I'm gonna be shooting little stuff here and there. Um yeah. I even thought about like um my character with me and her character yeah. to kind of still like make my own little stuff on the side of our travels here and, Ooh, and stuff with idea. it. So yeah. You know what I'm saying? We working, we working on that too. I was just typing like while we was driving down here, like, ooh, I don't think we gonna do it like this. So, (laughs) yes, yes, yes. So I'm definitely eager to learn from y'all and everything. A few days here, and um, I appreciate the hospitality and everything. And again, again, thank you, Mr. Mo McCoy, for for sitting here. On my podcast, yeah, I keep telling y'all that I, I, ain't, I ain't just about music. I ain't just about music, yeah. nah. But um, this is the Rainy Rain Show Uncensored, and this is just part one of Vegas. So stay tuned, and um, we definitely gonna get some more interviews and show you some more things around here with what I can show you, and what I can't show you, cause we ain't gonna tell you too much of the movie and all that. You gotta watch it yourself. You yeah, know? yeah. You know? Well, when do you plan on it coming on there? But so. Uh, it, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna be filming for about a year, and uh, we'll be editing during during that time. So it should be you know 
year and a half. I think. Okay. Okay. I think that uh, the, we'll have a final product that that's gonna blow everybody away. That's what's up. You know that's what's up. And sometimes it takes a while, so y'all just be patient. Don't forget about it. It's yeah. coming. It's coming. Yeah. You know, good things takes time. You know, the the process and everything, so it can be a beautiful flower when it's done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure. For sure. But that's the Rainy Rain Show on Sensor. Like I said, this is just part one down here in Las Vegas, and we're gonna have more at it with you. And Let's thanks for tuning it. in. Yeah, and quiet on the motherfucking set. Chef. Hey, what's good, y'all? It's the Rainy Rain Show Uncensored, and we is here in Las Vegas, Nevada, live, and this is part two, and we is here with Jason, and Mr. Jason, tell tell my followers a lot about yourself, because this is an awesome man right here. I'm a janitor. <laughs> <laughs> All I do is clean the toilets and sweep floors. But he, he lie, he lie. You hear this man lying on nothing. <laughs> Jason Dixon. My company's called Promote Until Something Happens. Push for short. I built it off of Pray Until Something Happens because I wanted people to understand how to, that they were missing a big part of the whole situation. I'm about building companies, building families, and building relationships. You do all that by education, right? Yes, sir. You do all that, right? Yes, sir. So, and I learned a lot today. <laughs> I'm going to learn some more. So everything about me is about how to build, grow, and expand. Uh, so as I, um, you, I don't know what you want me to talk about. Want me to tell my history? <laughs> yes, we want to know. We want to know about. I'm gonna pick your brain. We want to know about you. What do you mean? So um, I came from. A, my mom went to jail when I was 13. Left me and my sister out on the streets, homeless. Um, I learned how to. Uh, without telling everything about me, let's say this: I learned how sales and demand work. Understandable, <laughs> understandable. <laughs> we all so, had to learn at some point. So from there, <laughs> somehow. But I learned that education was the biggest key. Yes. So I stayed in school every day. I, I taught my sister how to stay in school every day. And and when I say my little sister, she's just my youngest sister, but she was older than me. I'm the youngest. Okay. So I sent her to school with thirty thousand in her pocket. And as she left to go to college, I was by myself. But my stepdad, he kind of stepped up. He was Colombian black, showed me how to really learn the rules of the game. As I learned the rules, I learned how to say, hey, I got to feed in everybody else. You want to be successful? Feed everybody. Success that we're taught, right? Because you went to the uh, general school, right? You went yeah. to the general school? Mm -hmm. General school teaches us that we got to make money. Right. They say, go get your degree. Go get this sorry-ass job and make money. Right. But as you get older, let me ask you this question. You understand that's not the route to go, right? Yes. Right. Yes. So with me, I learned that I had to feed my friends and my family. So as I fed them, my reputation grew. As my reputation grew, I grew. Sports came into my world. God started blessing me with a lot of things. Every time a door closed, every time a door closed, another door opened. Every time a door closed, another door opened. So if you don't believe in the man upstairs, I, I really do feel sorry for you. Amen to that. Because he exists whether you believe in him or not. It's up to you. But if you go through hard times, what I learned was 
that as I was going through the hard times, he was actually teaching me lessons. And these are the lessons that I use today. Mm -hmm. He was actually teaching me how to be nice to people and understand that as I feed you, I tell my team, if we can't feed nobody, if we can't feed you, that's the worst part, right? Mm -hmm. You're the worst person in the world if you can't go and buy somebody something to eat. Or you can't go cook something and feed and bring it outside to that man sitting on the corner. Right. Because food should be the last thing we should talk about. Right. Right? So as we talk about that, as I built my businesses, I built it off of saying, let's feed everybody. Right. I built it off of saying, hey, let me show you that you don't need $3,000 a day. You need to make $10 a day. But make it from 20 people. That's real. Yeah, because I was like, where he's going with that? Look, look, look. <laughs> make it from 20 people. Right. Multiply that by five, you just made two grand in a week. Right. That's great, right? Mm -hmm. See, money doesn't roll uphill like we think. It rolls down. What I mean by that is, think, I'm, I'm going to give you a scenario that I tell my team. So, Metro was the best cell phone company ever. You know why they're, why they're really growing fast, why T-Mobile bought them? Was because they said, give me $40 and get unlimited service. Let's just talk about the service. Forget the phones. Mm -hmm. Forget the devices they sell you. Just the service. So you take $40, say 40 million people sign up. The company says, I got to pay my managers. I got to pay call centers. I got to pay all that, right? The CEO of the company only makes $3 per person per service wow but imagine saying that you only get that once a month on 40 million clients hmm. right well we want to get paid weekly or bi-weekly the ceos of companies only make their money monthly so by the time i see a check it's in the millions right if you look at your business like that, if you look at your goals like that, if you put that mindset into your head that I don't need to make money on a daily basis, let me make it on a monthly basis. Let me sacrifice for what I need to get that money coming in monthly. Because if you make a million dollars on the first month, you're going to make a million dollars the next month and you're still going to add clients, right? Right. So you'll never go broke. You know why? Because that million dollars is going to come no matter what. You want to get to billionaire status, then you learn how to make the small money. The person who created, you know, the, when they go to Starbucks, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the cup holder things they put around the, the cups? Right. That guy who created it got burnt by coffee. The coffee was so hot that he spilled it on himself. This is real true story. You can Google it. Mm -hmm. He spilled it on himself. The next day he came and he brought just a little cardboard cutout stapled it together and slid it up under his cup and everybody wanted one <clears throat> his kids to this he died three years ago his kids to this day they eat off that at a penny at a time hmm. but guess what every starbucks every time you buy them you got to buy them in the thousands hmm. <laughs> <laughs> bulk sales <laughs> i'm just saying if you change your mindset watch how rich you'll become if you stop chasing money because we were taught from general education to chase money. Right. We were taught that if we sell a piece of clothing for, if we put $15 in it, sell it for $30. Mm -hmm. 
But what if you put fifty dollars in it and said I'm gonna sell it for seventeen? And you, but you sold twenty thousand of them. And I'll give you, a, and for the millennials, I'll give you an up to date one. Um, just, just yesterday, uh, what is his name? Man, what is old boy's name? I just said it tonight. He's well. Anyways, he sold his album for a dollar, and he only sold a million copies. But he sold it on the stock market. Mm. He made a million dollars in less than six minutes. But then the best part to the people who bought it, because I'm one of the ones who bought it, mm -hmm. I can resell his album at whatever price I want. Mm. What if artists thought like that? And he didn't go through a label. He, he got dropped from his label because he shot Megan Thee Stallion in the foot. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Thank you. That's what I was trying to remember. Dang. So he did his own thing and sold his album to say, I'll give you full property rights and publishing rights. Just buy my album a dollar a piece. What if we thought like that? I'm about to start thinking like that. <laughs> like, hmm. like, I was already kind of on that verge, on that path. But thank you for, you know, giving me that little nudge to make me, you know, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. But you know our problem? We worry about what other people think about us. There's no other race that thinks about that. I've been stopped doing that. And I'll tell you a personal, a personal story. So... I built an app, you know, I build businesses, so I built an app for a lady, right? She paid me 60 grand to build a prototype, so I brought my team in, we built a prototype. But she also gave me, on top of the 60 grand, she gave me 13 grand to help with the marketing, mm -hmm. right? In 2015, no, 2012, I lost $92,000. I lost my house, I lost my car, I lost everything, right? Mm. But I still had her money in my escrow account. I used her money to get me back on my feet. Then I went to her and said, hey, I got something I got to tell you. When I told her what I did, she said, great, now you work for me. But here's the deal. I'm going to give you 21% of my company. Hmm. Has she been our color? Right? <laughs> See, I'm suing you. I want all my money back plus 30% interest. Ain't nobody tell you to touch it anyways. You could have called and asked me because you get barred. <laughs> Why? Because we are trained to chase money. Right. But every other race is succeeding and winning because they're trained to build legacies. Make the sacrifice. Make the business. Make it work. Right. And I'm just telling you guys, when, when I talk, I talk because education is the key. Yes. For sure. The more we learn, the more we work, I get people who call me like, I need you to help me with my business. I'm like, you ain't even pushing your business. Why am I going to help you? <laughs> right. When I ask you, what did you invest in yourself? And you tell me, well, oh, last month I put $400 and I saw nothing back. What's $400? Right. That's a website. <laughs> <laughs> that's just getting your right, LLC. That's not even a great one. That's just a, yeah. that's not even a great LLC because a real LLC, see, that's the problem I got too. So everybody thinks that when you go buy, so they, so let me let me tell you because I know the states that y'all from, right? So in Dallas, the LLC is three hundred. Mm -hmm. It's three twenty-five. 
but that's just the LLC. There's other licenses that you need where the total package is almost 1400 Mm. But people don't pay attention because they just go get that one document. Then when they try to go get something wholesale, the wholesaler says, well, where's your sales tax idea? They're like, well, I got my EIN. I didn't ask for that. I asked for your sales tax idea. Where's your trademark at? Or your copyright? Where is your business actually making money? Where's your bank account? That you actually registered under your business. But on top of that, you know, the worst part of it is, where's your Dun & Bradstreet number? Now that I never heard of. What is that? So, a Dun & Bradstreet number is a social security number for your business. I thought that's what the EIN was. Nope. The EIN says that you own the business and you use your social. That's why when you go try to apply for a credit card, they'd be like, no, your credit bad. We but the Dun & Bradstreet know why everybody's buying CPNs? Because they don't understand how the Dun & Bradstreet number works. So you're wasting money on a CPN where you're going to have to call somebody like me to say, I need bank statements, I need paycheck subs, because I got to show this, and I got to build the credit, where I'll be like, hey, build the business, pay the 1400 get your Dun & Bradstreet number, and stop buying shit in your name. Excuse my language. I don't know if you cuss or not on your station. It's called uncensored. Hey, bleep me out if you need me to. No, we we cuss like a sailor in this motherfucker. We cuss like a sailor around here. <laughs> nah. <laughs> That's why it's uncensored. I like to cuss. But your Dun & Bradstreet number helps you build your business. So let me tell y'all a secret. My whole company is under a trust fund. Jason Dixon owns nothing. I own nothing. That's how I got out of child support. That's how I got out of all that. Uh, but I paid, but my kids, they love me because I took care of them. But while I was in college, my the, my baby moms decided I ain't working. I ain't doing nothing. So why should I owe that debt? So right. I found out from my white mentors how to move my money into a trust. And I own nothing. I work for the trust. I paid the 40 grand. Uh, 40 grand? Here you go. Show me how to do this. But we don't get that education. Right. Nobody nobody tells us that. Not even us. When we find out about it, no not even the millionaires who's doing it that are black. That's why when people be like Black Lives Matter, I'm like, not not to us. We don't care. We only care about it when they hurt us. Mm-hmm. Cause if that was the case, you would be putting on seminars to show us how to move outside. Right. But that's not how they play this game. See, they only got rich because they promised not to tell us the secrets. I stay where I am and as humble as I am because I don't owe nobody. Right. And I can walk around and be like, hey, I teach everybody from Mo to everybody you see come through these doors. Let me show you how to do this better. Let me show you how to make this right. Let me show you how to stop thinking about what we care. See, stop putting black money and thinking that black money is going to move your business because we recycle money. And what I mean by that is, everybody in this room know everybody. You know why? Because I sat back here and everybody told me about everybody. <laughs> That's called recycled money. That means we're running in the same circles. You throw an event tomorrow, the same people are going to show up to your event. That's called recycled money. I learned early to say, I don't want you black money. I'm going to go out here to these white folks, these Asians, and all of them, and I'm going to sell my business. 
And then I'm going to come back to us and be like, let me show y'all how to go out to these people. <laughs> <laughs>